I swear this whole wide world stuck in fast forward Keep up or get left behind We like a tape rewinding in the dashboard We like to ride on the retro side I almost had you. I really thought I was, I was so close and then I was like I was gonna just pass and hope you guys didn't check my beer but I knew that was gonna <laughs> that wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> Mics are hot. What in a great opening by Brittany right oh, there. I was just gonna let her keep going. <laughs> she, she saw me. I thought she saw me hit the plate, the, the record button. I just saw you crack your beer. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna reroll it. Just, just a little opening there. So yes, welcome back. The Beers Watch Podcast, episode 142. That was Brittany breaking down her, her failing at Beerio Cart. Yeah, <laughs> I thought she saw me hit the record button. I then I was like, not. "Hey, let's just keep rolling with it." So, so if you felt like, if yeah, if you <laughs> felt like you just opened up and we cut something wrong, no, that was Brittany. I just was gonna a funny little opening there. That's right, Charlotte's number one podcast, recorded in the basement. Jeeves, how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, yeah. You sure you're okay? We're not no, gonna I'm have good. any side pukes in the middle of the episode. No, no, I'm good. Okay, you, you look you look struggle bus. Nah, okay, okay. Where can they find you? Uh, if they, they need can to find, find you me on Instagram and Twitter at Jeeves nineteen eighty eight. All right, and you've already heard from her. Yeah. The, the okay. nice opening of the breakdown of Birio Cart, Brittany. Now this is like your second time in a month. The month of February, right? Were you uh, on? Yeah, I was on for the. Yeah, they escaped one and I one a couple weeks ago. Yeah. 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 So I consider you a regular now. You've yeah, got like three or four okay, t-shirts, yeah. so that's good. Yeah, I'm I always appreciate that. Yeah, you are. So how are you doing? I'm doing good. Got um, a little knee brace going. Yeah, I might have fucked up my knee, but it's all good. I don't. Okay. I don't know. Really, I don't actually know what I did. It's just been kind of like a progressively getting worse issue. Okay. I think I'm just doing too much when I shouldn't be. So okay. But yeah, you can find me on Instagram at. Brit M three 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 and Twitter is B underscore Mac three three three. All right, and for me, it's J Roll Nation Twitter and Instagram. The Beards Watch on Twitter and Instagram. The Beards Watch podcast on Facebook. On our YouTube for our brewery reviews and all of our adventures and good times. It's they see me rolling. We just released reviews of Heist brand new Heist Brewery at Barrel Arts, their second location, brand new spot. Go check it out. Go subscribe. And then we also just hit rock bottom as well. Go subscribe to everything. Go buy a t-shirt. Go buy a coffee mug. Go buy a sticker. All that good stuff's there. I think am I missing anything, Jeeps? No. No? Alright. So we got a first timer. Our first first timer of the month, I think. Do we have I can't yeah. No, oh wait, no. Who else was at the beginning of February? Is it Molly? Or what's Molly. her name? Molly King? Oh, yeah. So maybe second first time. Second first time there we go. Well, obviously, we've done a lot of research tonight to get prepared for this episode. I know more than you. Hey, you know, you do. But you just don't know when the record button starts. But that's okay. <laughs> I was looking at the TV. So I didn't look at you. It's all good. Know. It's all good. Uh, we know this, this uh, young fella through Brittany. So, Brittany, do you want to give a little intro? Um, yeah, this is my friend Cody. Okay. I met him this year, earlier, well, actually, no, last year. Last year. Yeah. Almost a year ago. Almost a year. Now, last year, do you mean in 2018 or 2017? Because it's still early in 2019. So it was like, 2018. Like okay. spring of 2018. Like okay. March, April. So okay. it's almost been a year now. I consider him one of my really good friends. So okay. Cool guy. So, Cody, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Doing yeah. good. Chugged a couple beers. I really think that I would have had the first race of beer in yeah. car if Jeeps didn't break it. I, yeah. I didn't break it. <laughs> So, yes, he's, he's referring to, we have a tradition here, we've got it going for about a year now, we play a round of burial cart before we get in our episode, and as an old, it's, and it's interesting for the, the unit's like 20-something years old, sometimes it just craps to bed and it just completely ate us right about lap two, and everybody, I mean, everybody about finished their beers, I was still about to finish mine, and so then we obviously had to, as the proper, properly to do it, restart the race with new beers, and that's why Jeeves is struggling, Brittany struggles, and... I guess you kind of you didn't get any specials you said on that. I, I actually didn't struggle on that one. Like I was actually doing, I was doing a good pace on my beer. Yeah, I just suck at chugging beer. Still. Yeah, so yeah, that was you, the fastest I think I've chugged it, even for having one before. Yeah, so we I was proud of myself. I was close, but we were at Bowser's Castle, and I've actually been notoriously bad at Bowser's Castle the last ten or fifteen times we've done it. I haven't won there in a long time. I was pretty good on the first one. Second one, I, I was I fell behind a little bit. But yeah, Brittany, you were in the lead going in the last couple turns there. 
felt you either had to stop but you fell off in the lava that gave me a chance to pass as long as I didn't you know pitch it away myself got the victory there so that'll be my 34th win Duval still sitting at 10 Jeeves at 8 finally off that 7 schneid from last week Adam at 4 Corey at 3 Bucket 2 and then Dylan Alex Jack John Longcheeks uh, John Allen and Kevin all with one. Our first time on record now moves to two and forty-five thanks to Cody's loss here. Uh, so that's we hadn't had that move in a in a, in a, while, in a couple yeah. weeks, I guess. So Cody, next time you should get more par- prizes. What are they called? Yeah, I boxes? didn't get an item yeah. in the last two laps. Can't win if you don't you, get items. Yeah, you cannot. You cannot. Especially win when you're in last because you get the best. Yes. I didn't get a single Very item true. on lap two or three. That but I still got third. That means you're not staying in the lane. I, yeah, you gotta stay in the lane. I was I was trying to hop. I was oh, I was trying to be that guy. Man. Okay, I was trying to be that guy. It worked, but I I got third. Oh, I just couldn't get any item. <laughs> I don't know if it worked. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> like I said, race one was really gonna be my race, and uh, we got, yeah, we got you know, it happens. That's what happens. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta retry it. So, all right. So let's get a little background of you. You all you are now dating Marine, who was on. We had her on what this past summer, I think. I think it was summer or fall. Yeah, it was right after Fourth of July. So yeah, it was in so it was in summer. July. Okay, so late summer, early fall. You guys are dating now, so that's how how I think that's how Brittany and you guys met, right? Well, yes. Maureen was friends with him. Okay, I'll let you go. We yeah. we've known each other for a while. Okay, um, kind of through mutual friends. Um, we really started hanging out, obviously, at the beginning of last year as well. Um, Kind of friends turned relationship, I yeah. guess you can say. Yeah. Um, she friend zoned me for a long time. So if okay. anybody's you know looking how to escape the friend zone, I'm, I'm your guy. Okay. It's, okay. Well, let's go ahead and get into that. Yeah. No, right? What's your top two points of getting out of the friend zone? Determination. Okay. And you have to listen. You have to listen. You can't. Okay. Uh, you can't expect things to happen overnight. Um, I can actually pretty much thank Brittany more than everybody. Okay. Um, she kind of told me that if it was going to happen, that I needed to play the long game, and yeah. I got ready to play the long game. Okay. And uh, here we are. All right. So <laughs> Five months later. Okay. So patience, I guess. Patience. Patience. You have to listen. Okay. Uh, I knew. Listen. Well, like we all know what listening is, but what exactly? Like, I mean, we can all just sit around and say we listen if we can hear, but how? How do you break that down as in listening? Like. Well, in my specific situation, she said that she didn't want a boyfriend, but mm-hmm. that if she did, that it would have to be someone that had their shit together. Yeah. So I made sure I had my shit together. Okay. And that she wanted to date her best friend. So I became her best friend. Oh, okay. All right. There you <laughs> minus go. Minus me. Well, minus Brittany. Yeah. But we're kind of like the three best friends. Well, here's the thing with Brittany, as I've realized, <laughs> is Brittany has a plethora of best friends. I do. Yeah, uh-huh. she does. She said that a, a lot. Of of, I have a group of best friends. Exactly. So it's good to get in that club, but Brittany is a, a plethora of best friends there, too. So she I is, love everybody. Uh, well, really I don't love everybody, yeah. but if you're a good friend of mine, then I love you, yeah. and I consider you my best friend. That's good. All right, so... Let's keep it, go back here. I saw. So, did you? You're from New York, correct? What brought you down to Charlotte or North Carolina or out? You know, um, I came here right after high school. I applied to multiple colleges, and every single one of them was outside of the state of New York. Why is that? I didn't want to be there anymore. Okay, um, oh. I'm from upstate New York, a city called Rochester, and honestly, it's probably one of the more depressing cities I've ever been to okay um and i just knew i needed to get out i kind of felt like i would have been stuck there i know a lot of people that still live there and you know it's just it doesn't necessarily feel like the city is growing Mm -hmm. so i tried to get as far away as possible um i got into charlotte i visited the campus at uncc fell in love with it and it was the furthest away from home how in the heck did you find unc charlotte from rochester i don't really no, to yeah. be honest with you. I knew that I had some family that was planning to come down here, so it was on my radar to kind of come to Charlotte. Yeah. Um, and Charlotte is actually a huge city for transplants from New York. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, Charlotte's a huge transplant for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. You know? Ohio. It's, 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 called, it's called the halfway point. So what a lot of people right. end up doing is from up north, they move down to Florida, and they realize Florida's so hot and terrible and stormy. And halfway there is right there at North Carolina, so then they pop in there. And it's perfect, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I've now I've been down here for almost 10 years now. 
Um, I moved back home for about a year or so, did one more winter up there, and yeah. came back down here immediately. And okay. I'm, I'm not going home anytime soon. Okay. Um, it is the perfect halfway point. I have multiple family members now down here that have yeah. followed me down here. Okay, it's nice. Really me to kind of start it. Um, I didn't really know anybody coming in here from high school. I didn't have any friends freshman year of college and just kind of branched out and used my socialness to, I guess, make new friends and here I still am. So. I, I sometimes think that can be a good thing going into college because it's yeah, completely blind. At the time, totally blind. it is scary. But at the time, I, I, I actually think about it on my college career too. Is like we had some people from my high school go there and you hang out there, but then you realize like how much of a blank slate you've got. Right. So whatever mm-hmm. happened in high school or middle school or that people know back home, you can kind of start over in a sense and no one really knows. Now, yeah, you've got the social media ties now, but – like, you know, any embarrassing story that may have happened. Not really. It, back then, yeah. not really. But now it's like one of those things where I think it was it's such a fresh start. You can create a, a new, not necessarily a new identity, but you do kind of in college, but just a new self and meet new people where there's not these preconceived notions about you. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of right. a good thing as well, you know. And I got to, I got to kind of grow up on my own, right? Yeah. Like I didn't have, you know, the, the horror stories of my mom randomly showing up on weekends or yeah. something like that. I mean, it's a 13-hour <laughs> drive. That's true. So, and the unfortunate thing is that Charlotte was very much a commuter school. Yeah. So I obviously had no choice but to stay. Yeah, get to know people. I get to know people. I got very involved in like the intramurals, the recreational yeah. services department. Um, you know, made a lot of friends through that and obviously stuck through all during the weekends and the weeks. And so obviously grew myself a nice set of friends down here that made me want to stay here for good. So. Yeah. So what do you, you graduate college, what, what are you doing now to, to make money to pay the bills? <laughs> I'm a operations manager for a technology company called okay. On24. Okay. We do webinars, webcasts, all that stuff. Um, so I'm on the customer success team okay. and I'm our operations manager. I'm nice. kind of the jack of all trades guy. For my team, I like to say I have my hand in all the different cookie jars at my company. I kind of do a lot of different things. So yeah. I could sit here and talk for literally the next hour about all my different job responsibilities. Yeah. I still don't really understand what you do. I just yeah. say you do computer things. It, it, I'm on a computer thing. So. That's kind of what operations do. <laughs> I'm in operations as well. Right. Fox Sports. And you yeah, I don't really just, know what you do either. Exactly. You kind of, I just know you do like It's Fox a little bit of everything. It's a little bit of everything. It's a little bit of everything. You just watch sports. I'm just like, because I imagine like, you know, like the people like in the, in the room where like all the teams. TVs are. Yeah. I imagine you there, like yes. cut two, cut four. Like I don't, I don't really know that. So people who do that, there's more directors and producers okay. and stuff. That, okay. but I am in the room when people are doing that. I'm kind of more in the background. We call ourselves like the firefighters of the building, and not in the sense that we're saving lives, nor the sense of you know firefighters hang out, but then when shit hits the fan, they're the ones jumping out, going and doing stuff. That's kind of when shit hits the fan at our place. We're the ones who people come sure to, it all and works. we got to figure out. Point people in the right direction of where they go to get this problem solved. Connect people together like, okay, you guys need to be talking. And then we set up a lot of different stuff. As in, we set up live shots. We set up like today we had a – there's this new initiative about getting some affiliates hits from our studio. So we're sitting there talking to the Fox in Tampa. Here comes this hit. We they give us a phone number. We dial into that. We make sure all the satellite times up slash fiber slash whatever. But we're working with the engineers as well because they're setting up the technical stuff. So. Like I said, we just that's kind of what we do. It still is. Jerry is the same way, but a different day. We may be doing something different too, but operations, just a little bit of everything. My my main job role is I'm kind of the bridge between our sales team and our customer success team. So yeah. when our sales team sells a new contract, it comes across my desk. I get the client set up with an account, a login. I assign a customer success manager and kind of bridge the gap and hand it off to the customer success manager yeah. who then manages that account. Um, that kind of starts the revenue stream. So I work a lot with our revenue team, our legal team, contract, the, you know, acquisition stuff. So I'm kind of the start and the go button for all of the money that comes yeah. through my company. Yeah. Um, so it's a pretty important position, and I've obviously kind of ran with it and you know increased my job role here yeah. in the last four years as I've done it. But um, you know, kind of have a little bit of everything going on, like you said, operations yeah. it does a little bit of everything. It does, so it, exactly. That's it's good job works. security. It is. But that's the same thing with <laughs> yeah. our building. We're getting a lot of they're called HRPs now, mm-hmm. home run productions, where a lot of these sporting events that aren't as big as the NFL or just the big time sports are coming through a place like Charlotte where we've already got the studios. Everybody's there, but the camera guys are the, the camera guys are on site and your talent's on site. Other than that, really, it's all run about a control room here in Charlotte or another place. 
Right. And so that's kind of, to me, the more sports that come here in Charlotte, like I said, we're doing MLS. We do MLS games out of there. We do college basketball. Uh, we could potentially be doing college football. We do a lot of NASCAR stuff now with this huge, ginormous green screen. They just spent millions of dollars on the Fox to put there. So to me, it's always like, look, the more sports that come in there, more job security. You know, right. And that's one thing when I was working in TV, it was just in Speed Channel, it was racing. But all of a sudden, yeah. if, a, if a racing series left, you're like, okay, well, if I'm working on that particular show, crap, where does my job go? Now, me not being necessarily tied to a particular show, as long as there's stuff coming to the building, I'm good. So, right. yeah, it's, it's always good in, in that aspect. So. I have a question. Yeah. So, like, I don't, I don't think I know what your major was. Like, were your majors relative to what you're doing, or did you just kind of, like, fall into what you're doing? For me, it was falling into it. So I was a business management major, um, and I also changed majors halfway through into kinesiology because the goal was to eventually become a physical therapist. Um, I never actually graduated. So okay. I, oh, wow. okay. yeah, I moved back home. Um, I had to drop out and move back home due to some family issues. Yeah. And came back down, and I mean, I was doing knickknack stuff. I was delivering pizzas, and mm-hmm. when I moved back down to Charlotte, I was actually a valet driver for all of the restaurants here in Charlotte, and was kind of going nowhere fast. Um, and a friend of mine at the time kind of got me a part-time job at the company I'm at now, yeah. working 15 hours a week at $10 an hour. Yeah. Um, so I started at the very bottom, yeah. um, and kind of worked my way up to the point that after a year, they offered me a full-time position that didn't even yeah. exist yet, yeah. which happens to be my position now. Nice. So I kind of worked my way up through the company, but like you said, like when I was in college, if you had told me that I would have been an operations manager for five years mm-hmm. at a technology company that does webinars, I didn't even know what a webcast was in my yeah. interview. Um, the guy who hired me at the time was from Buffalo, New York. Yeah. So in my interview, we literally talked about snow, and I started the next Monday. Nice. Uh, wow. So I had no idea what I was doing. That's why your social skills yeah, were because you got to get skills. them to like you. Because even if you're like the smartest person and like do have all this credibility, if they don't like you, they're gonna be like, oh, let's yeah, see right. what who, let's see who else we have. Like and it's I, all about. Getting people like you, yeah. and and it definitely is about some work ethic too. Because mm-hmm. I've had I've had seven or eight people that I've actually gotten jobs at the same company. We love to promote internally. Um, we reward people for hard work, and if you're lazy, you're going to get fired. And if you're good, you get promoted internally. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a friend of mine that is full time now. Um, multiple people that have been promoted internally, and then you know I've had people that were fired because they were just late every day. Yeah. Um, I went in and I tried to bust my ass and. You know, obviously was rewarded for it. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and that, that helps me be a better worker. And yeah. that wants me to learn more and obviously be a better employee and yeah. continue to pay the bills. Yeah. So I went from making $10 an hour to obviously now full-time salary, yeah. full benefits, all sorts of stuff. So, yeah. um, But if you had, again, if you had told me that in college that that's what I would have been doing, I had absolutely no yeah. idea. So. Mine was, uh, I, were, I was media studies, so it was more production, TV. So it's kind of like relative to Yeah, what? relative to what? And then, like I said, I got out. I couldn't find anything. Was working at a movie theater, worked at Carowinds. And Speed Channel, I jumped on as a logger. And then, like I said, went from logging to then working as a production assistant on our, our Speed Center shows, Race Hub shows. And then all of a sudden, Speed, Speed gets bought by Fox. They want to change Speed Channel to Fox Sports 1. It was like, oh, what are we doing? Luckily, the person who was my boss when I first got there was on the assignment desk. I went to the assignment desk, which just basically dealt with anything and everything. Worked a lot with L.A. Got to fly out to L.A. and meet all the people out there, which was really cool, really beneficial. But then after about a year and a half, two years there, someone left for another job. My boss again was like, hey, I think you should do this. They hired me from within, and I went into operations. I never thought I would do operations. It was kind of a provide for my family slash, hey, this is another – like. I was being told my position, they were going to get rid of it, basically, because of the cutbacks of Fox. They got rid of the news desk. They got rid of some stuff. So it was like, jump off the sinking ship. I was like, all right, let's do it. I didn't want to be in production, but this way I get my hands in everything. And like I said, at that time, I was about to get married. I need, like I said, stability is one yeah. thing. And Are you happy so, with that, though? Like, yeah. No, I, said, like I, I love being in live TV. Live TV, to me, is just something that I enjoy so much. It brings a thrill. Like... You know, when you go into live TV, you know you're there. When shit starts hitting the fan and people are cussing each other out, everyone's screaming and yelling. It's just you get that adrenaline rush. Like, chaos. yeah, you're not you're not you're <laughs> chaos. Chaos. Is, I love chaos. I love people screaming at each other because then after the fact, you can say my bad, and it's like, no, nah, it's all good. It's the job. Clink your beers, chug some beers, yeah. and you're good to go. Like, 
And like it's it's a it's a pressure where it's like I'm not doing brain surgery. No one's laughing a lot. It's TV. So then it's like you know what I fucked up. Yep. It's okay. We got another show the next day. You keep moving on. Now yeah, you get some. You know, people get yelled at this, that, and third. But that's with any job. But I love the live TV aspect, and I love that I'm in live TV now uh, because it is just it's it's fun to me. It's it's fun to see people panic. It's fun to see people scream and yell and, and get the stuff done. So yeah, I wouldn't say I would not be, be in operations, but. I'm glad I'm working. Like I don't know what else I would rather be doing. Like, same. I, I I I love I love live TV, and I'm I'm working in sports. Like I really like you sit back and complain about it. It's like even though there's some sporting events like it, that I may not like as much as others, but yeah. it's still like literally I'm waking up to go cover a sporting. Yeah, it's event. better than being like at a desk job where you're just like exactly. But, like it just depends on like what you yes, like. exactly what and you like. You exactly. you like excitement, so like that's good for you because yep. it changes every day. You're doing something different. Yeah. You what watch sports every day. And that's true. Like, I literally have a TV at my desk, and I can't get in trouble for it having on the sports channel. Yeah. Because it's like, no, this is this is my job. <laughs> like, I need to know what's going on because that's anything is relative to what's going on in the sporting world. So you know, and even if you can have, it's a TV. So if you wanted just to throw it on HGTV because your team just lost, and you don't want to see your team's highlights get lost. Oh, you just have it on. Look, it's just it's just. But you can have like your Twitter feed. And yeah, and I can pull all my social media. Can all social you, media can you yeah. be in any sports broadcasting environment? Can you look at other like channels that broadcast sports, or yeah. is that like okay? No, I mean, I was like, like, you gotta know you can only watch Fox Sports, like or no, no. I mean, yeah, we're not gonna. We don't necessarily up in the TVs that are in like the uh, production area stuff. So they're not on ESPN. They're on FS1. That's our main channel. But yeah, if there's a. When, when when Fox is done with NASCAR in July, they flip and they pass it on over to NBC. If the race is going on, we'll flip it on NBC to watch it. I mean, there's it, it a part of it where you still, but you, still you gotta know what's it. going so on. Yeah, exactly. So, what to expect. So. Exactly. So that's pretty cool, though, because I I never actually like knew your like background and like yeah. your work part. So of you, yeah. like Get I know a lot of other tour. People. You come on over, we'll walk you through, <laughs> and you see it. There's a lot of stuff going on there. It's actually a ton that. I'd be building a whole other studio with more stuff's coming to that building. So really, yeah. oh yeah, it's 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 a it's a we good just time to be there. My, the people I work for, we just not it's not anything exciting, but um, we actually just built a whole new facility, and I swear it feels like I'm working at Google. Yeah, it's so modern and so like our lunchroom used to be like a tiny little like kitchen with like a fridge and like a microwave and like two picnic tables, yeah. like tiny. Now we have a hub where it's like this huge fridge. A big island, three TVs that are always on sports, couches, like Ooh, these big like lights, uh, everything's like glass doors, like yeah. glass walls. Like I've never felt so like modern at somewhere. Yeah. And I'm actually excited to go to work now. Yeah. Because and that's, that's, that's what will keep people there. Yeah. yeah. That's what they should And that's what realize. the thing was is they were like we were in this old building that was like it very much looked like a nineties chemical office like yeah. everything was very 90s very like old small like the furniture was old the lighting was like yellow like lights and now we're in this like it's five times the size of the place we used to have yeah oh. they have big fluorescent lights in all the rooms like it's uh exposed brick hanging floating ceilings like uh concrete flooring like it's just it's very modern, and the thing was, was we were having a hard time recruiting people from colleges. Yeah, of course. Because they come in, they're like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh. Yep. But you come into this place, and you're like, I want to work here. Yeah. And I I actually used to hate going to work, and now I'm like, I kind of want to go to work. I have my own cubicle. I've never had my own cubicle before. I saw your snaps, yeah. I've yeah. been decorating the shit out of it since I've been there. A lot of pictures you got. It. A lot of pictures. I want all my friends around me at all times. I didn't times. see any pictures of me up there. You were up there. Oh, is that why you... I didn't... I didn't I the one where we were in the night stadium? I didn't, I didn't stop that part. <laughs> yeah, it was a big video scam. The yeah. one from the night stadium, like, where me, you, Jared, Oh, okay, yeah, last, last summer. Okay, yeah, nice. There's a picture of us there. So. Okay. My company is very similar, though. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to modernize and, yeah. like, you know, the... The office atmosphere, I guess, very relaxed and comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, we literally have a PS4 in the center of the office where, you know, if it's slow, some of the salespeople will go and play, like, Call of Duty Zombies. Yeah. Um, we have a person come every single Thursday to give massages out. You have to sign up ahead of time. Wait, now, these Robert massages. Kraft massages? No, 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 no. Watch out. <laughs> Chair massage. Okay, okay, okay. In the public? Why can we do it in the private, chair massage? Private, private office? Yeah. Or out in the office? No, in the yeah. supply closet. I know. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yes. No, no Robert Kraft's massages, okay. unfortunately. Um, all right, so I want to get back to, do you ever think, 
you'll go back and at least get the degree. I know necessarily you don't need it now, but like how many credits short are you? I don't want to talk about it. I was literally wow. like 36 well, we're here. Short. We're here to talk about uh, it. I, mean, I was very short. Yeah. Um, very, very close. And I've looked into it. Um, yeah. I, I, well, have you looked into like maybe your company helping you pay? They you? won't. They won't. I did. Oh, okay. And when, as soon as I went full-time, that was one of the first things yeah. I asked. Um, it, it's not like we don't even really match 401ks yet. We're still a private company. We're okay. actually working on going public. Yeah. That's kind of the goal. And I'm on... Um, excuse me, one of the revenue teams to try to make that happen. Yeah. Um, so eventually that's, that's kind of our main goal right now. Um, but I looked into like University of Phoenix and it was going to be too much personally out of pocket. Yeah. It was going to be like $3,600 a semester yeah. out of pocket straight. And I couldn't necessarily afford that the last time I looked into it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I've definitely thought about. Yeah. It's something that I've looked, you always want to have a plan B. You always yeah. want to have a backup plan. Like, you know, if God forbid I were to get fired tomorrow, yeah, of course. Yeah. what the hell am I going to do? Right. Thankfully, um, for me, and I have this argument with so many people all the time, it's a piece of paper at the end of the day yeah. and I can fill up my resume with experience. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm a Salesforce administrator at yeah. this point in my company and Salesforce is something that is just taking over. Yeah. All technology, basically globally. Yeah. I mean, I work for a global company. I won, um, you know. But see, CSM do, do you worry about at some point somebody coming to you and be like, "You're going to get a promotion or get a raise," but like, look, we can't justify it because we can't have somebody that doesn't at least have four years of a four year. I was degree. supposed to have a degree in my position now. Yeah, it went all the way up and it got approved to yeah. that. They gave me a shot. Yeah, and I'm still here. Um, I won, you know, a CSM Teammate of the Year award. Yeah, in my position, so it's like. In my company, thankfully, they reward hard work. But what happens all of a sudden your company collapses? If there's an Enron, were to happen, no one's ever guaranteed, right? I think I, I've looked into it and I could get you know an operations manager position in yeah. Charlotte. They do still perform pretty well. They, they make decent money. Um, and with the experience I have and the references I can get... I think I would be at least guaranteed an interview. Yeah. Um, to the point that I could, you know, say, "Hey, I was this short," and I was business management. So it's like the yeah. things that I learned, kind of back to Brittany's point. I mean, I learned how to do Excel. I learned how to do all the Microsoft Office yeah. stuff. Um, you know, I know how to be professional. All those things. Like we literally took a class on just interviews. Yeah. So wow. it, it's something that I think I could at least have a shot at. I wouldn't necessarily be you know, back against the wall sort of situation, but it is something to think about too. You yeah. know, worst case scenario, I need to have a backup plan. Yeah. So I think I'm in a position now where I can go back and at least get a general education degree. Something yeah. to at least say, but yeah, that's at the end of the day, right. Cause my dad used to always growing up, he'd be like, there's the one thing they can't take away from me. That's your education. Right. Everything else in your whole life, they can take your money. They can take your wife. They can take mm-hmm. your dog. They can take your house. They can take your they car. Take a wife. Oh yes, oh, yeah, they can. can. <laughs> movies on that. They can take everything away from you, but education they can't strip that from you. Right. And like I said, yeah, I mean, there's pros and cons. And I even say not even necessarily the college thing, but I mean, even nowadays, people who work in trades and stuff, knowing at least having something that you can fall back on and be like, because like, let's just say, let's just jump forward ten years from now or twenty years from now, you got a kid, and they're like, well, well pops, you didn't even finish your degree, and you're like, whoa, exactly. don't use that against me. So to me, it's like at least if you got your four or your two year or whatever, it's like, hey, I did what I had to do, right. and it gives you a fallback plan and no shit. You know what I mean? Just just in case. Exactly, and I mean I have over three years of experience at least, yeah. and it has that. And I mean, I'm actually I think I'm running out of time as to when those credits will actually yeah, exactly. matter. <laughs> so I need to make a decision yeah. relatively soon. Um, but it is it is definitely something I've thought about and something I've talked you know closely with family members and obviously thought a lot about. Yeah. Um, it was just a financial reason. No, I, I looked yeah. into going into it, and you know, if my company were to help, obviously it would be a no-brainer. Um, and I'm at the position now where I think I can be a little bit more flexible and work at my position full time, and also kind of go to school at night, sort of thing, online nope. classes, whatever needs to happen, um, because I am very close, and it yeah. doesn't necessarily need to be something that is specific. I don't need to, you know, graduate with yeah, a you bachelor's need to add or something. Hey, I've got a, a something whatever. to back up because yeah, nowadays, yeah. and I've had this conversation again with people before. Like, if I were to apply to a job, most of it is digital now. Most yeah. of it is online applications. And if you don't have that checkbox that you graduated, yeah, you're automatically exactly. filtered to exactly. the no pile. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So thankfully, you know, some places don't necessarily just look at that. Yeah, they want to see your resume. They yeah. want to see your references, stuff like that, which. 
in those situations, I'm okay. But if I were to apply to a tech company and they want, you know, a minimum bachelor's degree in something, I'm automatically filtered out of the pilot, even though I have over five years of experience in a tech company. So it's hard. It it is something that I've weighed very closely because I was so close. Yeah. Um, And unfortunately, it's just I haven't had the time or the finances to do it. But it is, you know, looking into it, my life is much more stable now than it was two years ago when I was originally looking at it. Um, so definitely, it's, yeah. it's definitely something I've thought about. Yeah, it's something, it's wild because I, even from my experience with my mom, she was like, I want to say like six credits short to get her master's, but couldn't do it because she was pregnant with either me or my brother. And now she's going back and she's going to get her master's here in like, I want to say another year. And I think she's a UCG, all online classes. And my dad is just now going to get his master's. Are you Car- serious? Yeah, Carolina Cat is wow. company. Jeeves works there too. He's going to pay for it. He's going to get his master's in, in business administration, okay. which he got his original degree just for you. in like uh, communications or something. So it's just something, yeah, at any age, go any and age. do it. Jeeves' ex-girlfriend's hollering at him right now. No, that was Siri. was <laughs> playing some Cat Stevens. Oh, because I said Carolina Cat. Yeah, and I said, are you serious? <laughs> and they picked it up. That's funny. Well, breaking news there. Uh, Jeeves is now a single man for any of those ladies out there listening. Ow, ow. He's, uh, he's ready, willing, and able. He'll take you on a hot date to Fox and the Hound or maybe someone spe- somewhere special. That'd he's really good at not puking in your car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And losing yeah. hats on the interstate. Yeah. That's right. Um, all right, so let's get into more fun stuff here in the last 30 or so minutes we've got on the pod. You, from what Brittany was telling me, you're a big Game of Thrones fan. We can dive into that. But, okay, what also, what, what are your teams? Sports wise, so sports wise, I'm a huge football fan. Okay, and this is gonna be completely out of the box. I am a Minnesota Vikings fan. How how did you become a Vikings? Fan? I've been a Vikings fan since first grade. How? Um, I first like, grade, everybody was assigned to state. I got assigned to state of Minnesota. I did a Sunday project on the sports teams in the state of Minnesota. You know, put up their state birds, stupid shit like yeah. that. Um, and at the time, it was Sunday, and the Vikings were on TV at that time. And I was watching, it was just when I was, you know, 9, 10 years old getting into football. This is when they had Randy Moss, Chris Carter, Dante Culpepper. My favorite color is purple. And I've been a fan ever since. I've been a diehard Minnesota Vikings fan. Have you been to a game? I've been to a game this past year. My first time I ever went to a game. Wait, the first game you ever went to was when Kirk Cousins was playing? And it was against the Bills. Got and, destroyed. And we got destroyed. My first time. You know in that's kind of that's kind of ironic though because you're from New York. I'm man. from that's just karma coming to get you. It was. Yeah, and yeah. It, it was a game where we were like a 26 point favorite. Yeah. Um, a lot was, of pick'em leagues, people completely got that wrong. Definitely. I lost in my survival pool. Yes. Yeah. That. Um, I mean, and it's it, growing up. It was either be a Bills fan. Or be something else. And yeah. all of my friends, all my family members, nobody's a Bills fan. Yeah. I mean, there are people from my high school that are Bills fans, but that's depressing. Yeah. Who's going to be a Bills fan? Who's going to be like... just depressing, though. Just as depressing. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> what you you got too much ground to stand on. I mean, <laughs> they tease you a little bit, though. Like, 2009, I will forever be a heartbroken because of that. Yeah, and that's why I, throwing across his body I do not feel for the Saints at all for yeah. what happened this year. They can suck it. They yeah. can shut their mouths because they cheated that game. Game. We got cheated that game, and I don't care what about they want to talk about this year's I think the NFC worst, Championship I think game. The worst, the worst Vikings one would be when y'all had the number one offense and you got blanked by the Giants in 2001. 2001, 41 yeah. to 0. Yeah, and y'all had the number one <laughs> scoring offense and couldn't, like, that to me would be the toughest one. But it was, I watched that game. That was one of the first times I was invested in the playoffs because that was obviously one of our first playoff yeah. experiences, and I will forever hate the Giants because of that game. Okay. Um, I mean, it's, I am a diehard Vikings fan. People, okay. you know, make fun of it. And it, I've been through all the ups and downs. I loved Adrian Peterson. I followed him in college. I was so happy when we drafted him. Um, yeah, I was a little bit sad when he left. But, you know, Vikings How fan. How feel about his whipping of his kids? I was, I was spanked, man. I was spanked. It's a little more. It's a little bit more. It is a little bit more. He was using sticks and stuff. Yeah. But. I mean, I was spanked, and I can tell you that I hated my stepfather for it, and I will never respect him for oh, it. Oh, we're getting a little teary. I know, right? Oh, man. I was perfect from chugging you know, those natty legs. He's from the burial cart. From the burial cart. Um, but I learned 
one not to make mistakes again. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right, so Vikings, anything, any any other team, any other sports? Um, I'm a big college basketball fan, and I'm actually, again, this is going to, I'm a Villanova fan. So I have family that went to Villanova. Villanova was something that I wanted to go to. I just wasn't smart enough to go there. Um, Philly ties a lot in my family. So, you know, Eagles are probably like my second favorite team if I were to pick one, but um, I like Villanova. I don't like baseball. Baseball's boring. If I were to cheer for a team, it would be the Mets. Um, hockey, boring. I don't. I don't really do that. So, um, in NBA, I'm a LeBron fan. Okay. I am one of those people. I don't care where he is. I'm cheering for him. He's the villain. He's the bad guy. I've got Miami Heat clothes. I got Cleveland Cavalier clothes. I got Lakers clothes. I'm a LeBron fan. I root for him no matter where he is. So. I don't like basketball. I don't follow it during the regular season because I think it's boring. So what attracted you to LeBron then? He's the beast. He's the best player of all time. And I think he is not only a good role model on the court, but obviously off the court too. Um, You know, I will go to my grave with the LeBron versus MJ debate. We could sit here all night and have that conversation. Um, He's just, he's the reason that I would watch basketball. I, I think it's boring other than that. So I, I like to root for him, and I like to see people get mad when he's successful. So I like to root for the bad guys. Um, so I, other than that, I mean, it's mostly football and probably college basketball. But, you know, obviously after March Madness is NBA playoff time, and then it's a nice little lull, which we call baseball season, until football comes back. So, yeah. so as, as a guy who doesn't like basketball but is crediting to say that LeBron's better than MJ, how does that work? If you haven't watched, like, how does that work? If you haven't watched much okay. basketball, do you think it's boring? Okay. How can you credibly say to me? And you only watch the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To it's me, tough. it's about the definition of what a basketball player is, right? Okay. Okay. So if you're saying that somebody is the best player of all time, yeah. to me that is generic, that is general, and that's all rounded. If you were to say the best scorer of all time, MJ. Yeah. Most clutch, Kobe. Maybe MJ. Right. Best defender of all time, you can sit there. Best three-point shooter of all time, you can do that. The best basketball player of all time is LeBron, and it's not even a but debate. He can play it, all five if positions. You, if on you the have court. to be the best basketball player, don't you have to do all of those? Yeah. He does he all the things. He never he's, competed in a dunk contest. Yeah, he never competed. Man. I mean, because he's not he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a he, was, he doesn't have a great three-point shot. He barely play. He barely plays defense. He is literally. He hasn't been playing a lot of defense lately. He every time I pop on a sports show, he's he's letting someone drive by. Yeah. He is going to go down in history in our generation in top ten scoring categories in all of the basketball statistics. Okay. Points, assists, Speaking of that, steals, I actually. But like, also, a lot been, of people figure into one or the other. He also he has been playing since he was eighteen. True. Which Jordan played. Three years of college, and then came in, and he still True. won six titles. And I, I, and I, a best winner of all time, MJ. Yeah. Again, right? You can't compete, or maybe Kareem, obviously, yeah, right? Or Will. Will, right? Like you can't. When I think the best all-around player of all time, I think about LeBron because okay. you can put him in any area, and he's going to dominate, right? And obviously, there's a lot of hatred around there, but like. He is all around the best player. He can do all five positions. He's going to be the best player on the court in all five positions, right? MJ, you can't do that. You know, you can't really shuffle him around. I think Le- LeBron around. at center against Shaq Dees in his prime, I don't think anybody yeah. could take that. The only Shaq person Dees that's going to stop him is Shaq D. But, like, Shaq D is, you know, again, standing there Kareem underneath the basket. Stop him. Kareem's going to stop James him. James Worthy wouldn't stop him. LeBron is, like, 2 like, 285 in pure muscle, fastest guy. Seven one. But he was playing against people your size, my size. Nah, I don't think so. You got to watch those old tapes. Admiral, the, the, David Robinson from the Spurs. Yeah. He can stop him. Right. Like we could literally. Charles Barkley can forth. stop him more than likely. There is no generational debate, right? So, like, the way I look see, at No, it, I, I think that's where you're wrong. I think it, I think it is a generational debate. How, though? The because so because the people. The people. The rule like, in favor of LeBron. Our parents. I agree with that. Like, our parents. More than likely would say Magic Johnson or Larry Bird or Bird could play ball. Yeah, or even Kareem when they were coming up. For us, we can we can debate that it's going to be. Say, I could say Jordan too. Yeah, our parents could probably say Jordan. Jordan, and, but we can debate. It could be LeBron. It could be Kobe. It could be AI. AI. It right. could be uh, multiple players. 
that are better that are the greatest. So that's why that's where I think it is a generational debate. Well, and it, and the big because the people debates, who were watching Kareem and Magic and Bird aren't really watching it now because the game is so different and it caters to the LeBrons, right? Yeah. But like, so that's where in my defense, generation put him in the '90s and he's still going to thrive. I don't know. You can't put him put, with the bad boys or the Pistons, and he he's dominates. the biggest dude on the court. You could put him against the bad boys of the. If Dennis Rodman throwing a punch at him, I think he's going to fall to the ground because <laughs> because he plays to the rules now. I do not think that he is a flopper. Everybody flops. Oh, I tell shit. people right now. Me and you will go watch an NBA game, right? Okay, right now. Everybody flops, but LeBron is known for a little for the biggest me, flopper. because he's the biggest star on the court. Of course, everybody calls that out. So me and you are going to go to a bar. We're going to watch a game, right? Okay. We're going to watch a Lakers game. I'm going to take a shot. Every time LeBron flops, bitches, complains, whatever. You'll be, drunk, you'll be drunk before first quarter. You pick done. five other players, and you're doing that same thing for five other NBA players. You'll be drunk, you'll be be drunk, drunk before, before the first night. quarter's over. Because they Game. all bitch. They all complain. They all flop. But because he's the biggest star, he gets the biggest spotlight on him. They all complain. They all do it. They, all they don't want. do it at the magnitude he does. I think because I think, he's the biggest star. I think, my, I think my main complaint about your take is... You don't. You said you don't watch NBA, but, but you know what I'm saying. Because like, here's, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I understand your takes of like, it, like I don't watch every single NBA game. I don't watch every single NHL game. I watch a shit ton of NFL and college football and stuff. But like to say like, oh, I only like LeBron, but it's, basketball is boring. Like to me, it's hard to take your take serious because it's like, hey man, like if you really like hoops. You at least watch a Hornets versus whoever game. The games you can get in this region. Yeah. Like, you, you turn it on more, so then you can at least say, like, yes, I don't think anybody's denying that LeBron James is probably, is definitely in the top three of greatest players of all time. Yep. But to have credit to say, like, mm-hmm. but I don't, but I don't watch it. It's like, damn, bro, what do you mean? Like, you, it's just hard. It's like, no, hey, man, hey, man, hey, man. Uh, yeah, I really love that one TV show, but yeah, I've only seen one episode. I've only yeah. seen the meme. And, and, I, and I get it. And it's it's hard for me to get into it because the game is – like, that's why I would rather watch college basketball. Like, I love watching basketball, but to me, college basketball is a more pure game. There's less variables, and it's better all it's around. It's down the field, too. Well, that, uh, that, and I think they're still playing because they love the love of they the game. They love the game. And that's and once that's they once problem. they get drafted to the NBA and get that paycheck, they don't care anymore. Exactly. I, don't, I wouldn't say they, they don't, don't care. care because there's a way to get that bigger paycheck. There's that's some players who are, who are still competing for cheap dollars. Well, cheap dollars in SMEA is still six figures, but still yeah. you want to get that big, big money. And I would love it, and I, I, in my opinion, I would love it if you had to play two to four years of college, minimum. They're getting ready to get rid of that. They're getting yeah. ready to get rid of it. Straight, to go, me, back, like, go back to high school. Pay the college people, get them some sort of revenue, and make them stay, right? Because then there's no incentive to get the big money, big paycheck. They become better players. Like Think about like if Kyrie stayed at Duke for four years. Right, learning under Coach K. Yeah. Think about if all those people, if uh, Anthony Davis was still at Kentucky, right? Like, think about how yeah. much more money you could get at college basketball if you forced the yeah, stars to play a little yeah, bit yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. LeBron goes to Ohio but, State, right? You, you, like, for, but that's the that's the issue is the players are never going to get their rifle cut. I guess in college, yeah, in like, college, in they're college not. they're never going to like. Mm-hmm. So, like, you, you know, you can go off the ward eighteen. You can legally vote eighteen. You still can't drink at eighteen. But I think that if you <laughs> if you want to if you want to be able to go at your career, as you just said, at eighteen, if you want to pursue a career and not go to college, you want to do a trade. At eighteen, you can start your own business. You can do whatever. I'm fine with the to go to go to if you want to go straight out. You have a lot of growing pains, a lot of this and that. But you'll still be like. To me, I think the payment thing is more of a at least I think a good starting point would be at least allow allow the players to market themselves. Yeah, if right. they could market themselves. Because right now, I don't know if you could do a salary cap. It'd be kind of funky. I don't know. It'd just get real complicated. But market themselves, at least so they can go out, sign some jerseys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least at least the college can sell the jersey with the person's name and number on the back. If you don't want to give them the money up front, okay, we've started you a fund. You can't necessarily get into that fund until you leave campus, you graduate, whatever it may be, yeah. and they can get it. But, you know, that, that that's kind of... College, I like the NBA more because it's the best of the best. The best. Of the I best. still like college. I'm not going to tune in to every college game. Right. I'll, Marsh Madness brings a lot of people, but 
Uh, I like the best athletes. That's why I like the NFL. I like the NBA more than the college sports because I at least know these are the X amount of players that the, are the best of the best of this sport, and I like the best of the best competing. The love of the game shit, I'll, it's, I think it's a phony because even in college, I met people at UNC Greensboro, small school, who were just there because they knew that's the only way they could go to school. Right. I never meet well, a basketball player who was like, I was like, oh, hey, play, and, play. He, and he was like, no, I'm doing this because my parents couldn't afford for me to go to college. I don't like basketball at all, but I'm playing because this is the only way. I need to get an education. I'm not going to make it to the league. It's yeah. the only way I was going to get a higher education. So that's you'll find that throughout any sport. Because yeah. You, some people people do it all the time now. And look, they got a family. I'm going to take a job because even though I hate it, I got to put food on the, on the table. Yep. I got to pay bills. Table. Yeah. And that's I mean, you can't get mad at somebody who's like, shit, I'm good at playing ball. If let me maximize my six years out of it, make a couple mil, and then I'll go find something else to do. I mean, not everybody's gonna love it. I think that's a big the biggest hoax in sports altogether. Yeah. Like everybody no, it's still a job to them. There's days you don't want to go to your job and it's still something you get paid to do. I mean, until you win the lottery and you can just sit at the house and do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, it's still a job. <laughs> but yeah, you love what you do every now and then, but there's everybody has bad days at work. Right. No matter if you love your job or not. No matter so. what you do either. But you got to work on watching more NBA if you come up with a full well, I do. I do. Like that. I do. And I, I, I just don't enjoy it as much as watching the playoffs because I'll go, I go to plenty of Hornets games. Yeah. I go to plenty of, you know, whenever I can go to sporting events, I'm going to yeah. go to them no matter what sport it is. I don't like baseball, but I'll go watch the nights, Thursday nights all the time. Yeah. Right? So it's not, it's harder for me to get into it, I guess, is what I should have probably said yeah. because it doesn't matter as much. Like, my least favorite thing is, like, when I pay $85 to go see LeBron play the Hornets and he's sitting on the bench because he doesn't give a shit about the game because it's a regular season game, right? And so... You just knocked your own player. I did Whoa, because man, I'm, I'm, right. I'm the greatest I'm all true. time. doesn't care. And, and that's the problem. But, it, again, you could say that about any of them. Right, like you could say that about any of the Warriors players or anything. It's like, certainly if you get invested. Like I still watch the Hornets games as much as I can, but since I'm invested as a fan, I hate when they lose. I hate to see them lose. I hate when yeah. they fucking can't nail any of their draft picks and they stink and whatever. And but I still see effort out there. Like even though yes, it, I we all I know me and you agree MLB and NBA seasons need to be shortened. We've all yes. agreed on that. Yes, I completely agree. Make the regular season. I games. think. Just as a female intake, I only watch NFL, but I feel like I would watch the NBA and MLB more but if it was like, if you have a chance to miss them, like, like NFL, like I could miss it. Like, like, Oh, I miss football. I wanted to come back. I just feel like basketball's always on. Baseball's always on. So yeah. I said, yeah, like, their I just like, so I just, I, like NFL, like, I don't even really like love to watch all the teams, but I love when football comes back because like from it's nostalgic. As a female, every game matters. as a basic yeah. bitch, as a basic bitch, I love like Sundays. Everyone gets all their shit together. You yeah. have a little like get together. You watch the game. NBA, it's like any night of the week. You have to be getting together if you're gonna watch it. And it's just, yeah. I just love football in the sense of like it's every Sunday or Saturday for college, and it's. That's what it is, and it's fall only. And I understand that, like, like basketball's indoor, so they can do it any time of year, so they make it longer. But I would want to watch it if there was less time that I could watch it. So then I'm like, I, I, there's like a concentrated time. This is basketball season, but I just feel like it's always on. So there's never yeah. a point where I'm like, oh, I miss basketball because I can always see it. Like, yeah, basketball, like Jacob said. Baseball and basketball need to shorten their seasons and do something about the playoffs. I feel like to do something about the playoffs for those sports. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if baseball. Or I don't know. If basketball needs to either expand the expand it. Expand what? All right, shorten shorten their shorten the regular season. Shorten, yes. the, regular season, shorten the regular season for baseball and basketball. Yeah, and then shorten the. Playoffs. No, I think the the playoffs don't. I mean, because because you start, they start in. I mean, obviously they had to shorten it, make the games instead of you know six game series or seven game yeah. series. They made it like five. Well, games. and then if they if they shorten it, they can keep it because they yeah. would be starting yeah starting sooner. Yeah. Well, it, I'm, I'm I don't know. They're just both too long for me. I can't get into it because I feel like I have no time to like rest because my brain like yeah. I have to like recoup and like. 
be like, all right, whose teams, like, who's on it? Like, there's never a time to, like, get everything back together and, like, be ready for the next season. It's just like, oh, it's here. Oh, it's here. I I can't get into it. I have to be honest. I don't have a favorite NBA team. I don't have a favorite MLB team. I don't give a fuck about them. Yeah. (laughs) As a girl... That's just just being honest, yeah. that's where I'm at. At college, I like NC State because I went there, but like I, yeah, I'm not gonna be like, oh man, they lost. Like, I'm gonna go cry. Like yeah. I just different. Levels. I like NFL a lot because, like I said, fall it's like the best. Sunday comes around, everyone wants to get together. Like it's a time for friends, family. Like that's more of what I like about it is like the nostalgic of it. Like everyone's happy because the sports team is on, yeah. and like I love that about NFL. But everything else, I'm just like, it's always there. And yeah. I don't know. That's just where I'm at with it as a girl. Yeah. No, it's right. for me, coming into it, I love Peyton Manning. He's gone now, so now I like the Panthers. Yeah. And that's just where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll do a quick transition. This is running, running a little long. Well, we didn't run too long time, but we'll keep it crushed up. I think that was good sports. Give us your big Game of Thrones friends we mentioned. What's the one thing you're looking forward to this season? We can't dive too much into it because we will have our Game of Thrones episodes where I may get invited back to, to be on that Game of Thrones episode because yeah. I have all the theories. Okay, um, so what's I, the one thing you're looking forward to this final season? I'm looking forward to the dragon battle. Okay. I think. I mean, the Night King's got a dragon. Daenerys has two Where dragons. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm looking forward to a dragon showdown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I'm looking forward to obviously a finale, right? Like somebody's yeah. got to win. Yeah. I've read the books. I've watched all the shows. Um, I'm on all the theories. Like uh, I'm all over the internet. Like I'm, I am a huge Game of Thrones fan. Yeah. So I think a lot of things are going to happen. I think a lot of people are going to be very disappointed. A lot of people are about to die. Yeah. Because um, only one person can really win. And as much as people want to pretend to sing Kumbaya, this is not a sing Kumbaya oh, kind no. of show. So people are going to be betrayed, people are going to be backstabbed, and somebody's going to win. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking forward to, obviously, the finale of that. And it's, it's going to be sad. It's going to be yeah. bittersweet. Because well, I've they, been got, they had a couple of spinoffs going. <clears throat> what is going on here? Scanning your... Right, and I think, and I'm I'm actually really excited for the spinoffs yeah. because it's been something that I've wanted for a while. Um, the Roberts Rebellion spinoff, really excited. They about said that, that one, they, they were going to do that one though. The first one's going to be like the way Targaryen, before, yeah, Targaryen, right, like the, the yeah. fall of Valyria. Right? Yeah, and I'm I love dragons. That's honestly what got me hooked on the show. Yeah, I watched. My mom was like, got me the first season DVD set. I was like, hey, this seems like a show you might watch. I remember watching episode ten when Daenerys got her dragons. And I freaked out. Yeah. I, I freaked out. I was like, I need to season two now. And yeah. I had to wait for like a year. And I've been invested ever since. So I'm really excited. I've got all sorts of crazy theories. We can talk about what I think is going to happen. And I've actually, I have a history of predicting things. Yeah. I knew Cersei was going to be Mad Queen. Yeah. I knew she was going to kill everybody. Um, I knew that Jon Snow was a Targaryen after season two. Yeah. Um, R plus L equals they, J. They, they hit that huge season theory. one too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Huge theory for a long time. Um, so I, I'm, I'm all up in it. I, I've got a lot of, uh, things that I think is going to happen in season eight, but we can save that. For I, I do like that. No one knows really besides the couple people who've made it. Mm-hmm. Cause with the other episodes, the other seasons, the books were out and the stuff was going on. You this can kind of totally tell. New, this is right? totally new. So I like that about it. All right, let's get to the triple whammy <laughs> escape one or notebook. If you grab that notebook to your left. It's got a bunch of questions in it. Pick a question that's not checkmarked. Not Ask checked it if it's got the name next to it. Read the name. As you're doing that, uh, Survivor Fantasy, really? No points given out, Spoilers, right? yeah, no points given out because there's this new twist where, as we kind of predicted in red, there's a like a, a, a extinction island where you get to either... When you get voted out, you can choose. Do you want to go home? Do you want to stay? I don't know why they give them a choice to go home because it's like... Who wouldn't want to at least stay and fight for whatever? Yeah. But it looks like they're going to be absolutely miserable. So, yes, whoever guessed first out was Reem. Technically, you're right. But as we said, you don't get don't points, get points until, until they, she goes they home. Go, so, if she still goes home first, yes. But if somebody else gets voted out and they have to battle and that person goes, you don't get points until they're officially but is not there anymore. They're in Ponderosa or they're back at home or whatever it may be. So, we're yeah. still at evens. I want to thank everybody who uh, – Join this. It's the most we've ever had. 32 people competing. From when we started this, there was only like four people competing. It was like me, Jeeves, Jerry, and Greg to 32 people. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, 
Maybe we'll do a little – whoever wins Escape 109 gets some free passes or something like that on top of the awesome trophy that we have. And then we've got this. The next one that we've got going on is March Madness, obviously. You win that, it'll be a huge prize pack with Escape 109 stuff, Triple Whammy, Warehouse Distillery. And then the next one will be the Game of Thrones Death Pool. And will there be anything between those? I don't know. I don't think so. Because March Madness will lead up into Game of Thrones. Thrones. Exactly. Yeah, because there's 43 days to what? So Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah, exactly. It's it's sometime in April. And then, like, the beginning of April is usually the championship game. So that's, you know, that's all that good stuff going on there. (laughs) But, yeah. How you doing over there, Brittany? I'm good. You yeah. know, the basketball talk, like, kind of bores me, yes. but I sit here. It's good for you to jump in. It was a good take you had there. Yeah, I just like to get the woman's point of view as yeah. far as, like, a woman who doesn't, like, love sports. Yeah. I love, I love football. I love football. Yeah. And I love some basketball. Like, March Madness I love. Yeah. And I like going, like, I love any sporting events I go to. <laughs> like, I will go to any sporting event. Yeah. I want to go to hockey. I'll go to best basketball, baseball, football, but, like, the only one I really watched, I even went to like a golf thing once. Yeah. And that was kind of cool. It was way better yeah. than what you see on TV because that's boring as shit. But, it's um, uh, 46 days and 22 hours. Till Thrones. Till Game of Thrones. They okay. have a live clock countdown. Nice. Going on. Nice. I got two questions. Okay. We. I'll, I'll pull the class. One of them. No, you got to choose one. It's up to you, man. You got to only pick one. Jamie Lannister, good or bad, explain. Okay. I feel like we could get into that. Or what's something that bothers you but shouldn't? I thought that one should have been checked. That one doesn't look like it's been checked. But I thought the drive yours was the driving one, wasn't it? I thought we had that one. Okay, then Jamie Jamie Lannister, good or bad, explain. We talked about someone didn't forget to check that off when you talked about it. Because you wrote it in there because of the people driving yeah, in front of you and check that one off. Yeah. Checking off Jamie Lannister. Right, so Good or bad? Explain. Did Jamie Lannister. Put that name next to it. No name. Wow. Jamie Lannister. Good or bad? Actually, I wrote that in there, but I think someone asked me to put that in there. I can't remember. Is he good or bad? I, I mean, I think he's. This is going to be a generic answer, but it's honestly he's he's changed, right? Um, but if we've got it right now, he's good. Right now, in this stance, I think he is a good. Person at the beginning of first couple of seasons, he was. I mean, he pushed a kid out of a out of a balcony type scenario. <laughs> just because, just because. Well, because he was having sex with his twin sister, but right. Um, and he started a lot of stuff, but right now, I think he's good. I think he's good. I think, like you said, it's a transition. But I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him transition a little bit more to the bad side. Well, yeah, he's gonna have to kill his sister. I think he's gonna have to kill his sister. Yeah, yeah. So I think. He's going to probably piss a lot of people off, um, but I see him going a little bit more towards the bad side now, because he's, ha- he's stuck in the middle, Yeah. so he's going to have to kind of pick a side soon, because he's been dilly-dallying and kind of throwing the fence a little what bit. What I think Game of Thrones has been great at doing is taking s- some characters who have you've either loved or you've hated and completely flipping them on. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jamie Lannister, for the first couple of seasons, you absolutely hated him. Mm-hmm. But then even, was it through the first or second season when he gets his hand chopped off where you actually start feeling sympathy for this guy? And you're like, why am I feeling this way about <laughs> right. this guy? Right. Like, this guy's a terrible person. He's, done, he's pushed a kid out of the balcony. He's, he's had sex slash raped his sister at some point. On he's, his son's dead on body. On his son's dead body. <laughs> like, what? Like, this is a terrible thing. But then you start seeing things like his hand gets chopped off. He saves Bran from getting raped all through her. That's season. when I started like him. Yeah, because I, I was like, "Oh, he saved." When her. You, you see, realize... him, you see him hold his daughter who gets killed by the, the Sands because of a uh, uh, you know, is the Sands kill his daughter right in his arms? And you're like, "What?" Like, and you realize he killed the Mad King to save thousands. Of yes, people, which like the whole entire first season, you think he killed this king. He's yeah. this terrible person. He betrayed, stabbed him in the back, and then you find out that like the Mad King was literally the Mad yeah. King. So, I, well, it's just one of those things. A lot of these in Game of Thrones too. It's like these stories are told, but they're kind of you know the, up for interpretation. Yes, and like for his, and you know for his, it was like oh he's such a person. He turned to his king, but it was like he had to do it, and then he just took the blame for it because. It kept the honor of the Targaryen, but, you know, if he didn't do it, he would have blown up the whole city. So, Jeeves, what do you think? Eh, I think he's a good person. Oh, yeah? 
I mean, you know me. I really don't have That's any. true. You had a cute breakdown of Game of Thrones. Yeah. You want to just sit back and watch and enjoy the show. Yeah. Oh, All right. Brittany. Can you break it down? Well. She thinks he's hot. One, he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Two, same actor played in a movie where he was also a bad guy. So, like, he plays bad guy well. So, like, he might just be a bad guy. Yeah. Because he's done it before. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, I started off really not liking him because of the whole, like, pushing the kid out of the window thing. Like, fucking his sister like all that stuff was bad but then like when he became friends with Brienne and they're like both in like the, like the bathtub together and like talking like and breaking it down and even with like what was it like uh the mom was like in the jail cell with him and like talking yeah. to him and like she's breaking yeah. down and like I don't know I I feel like he has good in him but he's like he feels like he has to like follow Cersei and like do whatever she says he's kind of scared of her yeah I mean, I don't he know. should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like he, like, I think he has good in him. Yeah. But it's whether or not he thinks it's more important than, like, his family. And I think if he can forget his family, and I know this is the one I But he also for, let like, his brother go. His brother's going to get executed, and he was the one who let Tyrion go. Yeah. So it's like, to me, it's almost like the Lannisters bring out their shield and their thing, bring out the worst in you. And then once you kind of pick your own poison, you're like, or pick your own side or pick your own path, you're like, wait. This is kind of bad. We don't have to be these bad people. Right. But Cersei yeah. and uh, Tywin. Tywin are, like, ruthless. Yeah. And they try to preach the ruthlessness, but both Tyrion and Jaime were kind of boys, and they were friends. Like, everybody was supposed to hate Tyrion, and Jaime was the only one who, like, would stand up for him, and they were cool. And they both kind of realized, like, we don't have to be these bad of a people. Like, it's okay right. to, like, it's okay that you're going to have, I mean, you're living in a ruthless society, so you're going to have to make tough decisions, but it's okay to still have some compassion and some heart. I could see them getting close together again, and I could see Tyrion kind of betraying Daenerys a little bit if Jaime does kind of betray Cersei. Yeah. I could see Tyrion and Jaime kind of linking up and kind of getting together a little bit. And we'll obviously, you know, don't There's a lot that may happen. There's a lot that may not happen because there is only like six, only seven s- episodes. But yeah. they're supposed to be like 80 minutes a piece. Yeah. So, so wow. it, yeah. It'll How many days did you say? 46. <laughs> 46 days. In between all that, we've got our March Madness pool as well. Join that for a prize pack. It's free. All these are always free to enter. Death pool as well for Game of Thrones. Let's go ahead. We'll sign it off. Cody, thanks for stopping by. Hope thanks you for having me. First time on the podcast. Um, anybody got any final thoughts? Final? Good. No. Um, you know. That's it. I, I appreciate it. Wanted to talk about Bachelor, but no one watches it on here. So <laughs> yeah, wrong podcast. Until next time. Yeah, wrong Until podcast. next time. <laughs> All right. As always. Oh wait, we never got your social medias if people want to go find you oh. or if you want to be found. Um. Yeah, I can be found. Uh, I have Snapchat. I have Facebook. Obviously, my name Cody Broughton. Um, my Snapchat and Instagram are both the same. I'm pretty generic. Uh, yeah. Just like my name, C B R O U G H twenty four. You gave out a Twitter too. You hadn't tweeted in a couple so years though. So I did not know that I actually had a Twitter. I'm pretty sure I made that on a drunken college night. Yeah. And I have it. I don't think I've ever I sent him a screenshot it. today and I was like, no one thinks you're going to win. And I, and I was like, I didn't even know I still had a Twitter. Gotta log back in, man. Gotta log back in. Check it out. <laughs> I didn't even know Twitter was a thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and of, of course, that's the same thing C B R O U G H 24. So. Yeah. All the, all the same things, but yeah, I kind of forgot I had a Twitter until well, this morning. Got to so get back involved now, man. You got to <laughs> be on the podcast more. You got to get it back at least. All right, I'll tw- Twitter. Yeah, I'll, I'll tweet for you. you got polls. We got I'll all kind tweet of stuff. because like my favorite thing about Twitter is you can see what's trending and like I can mm-hmm. see like what's big like real quick. Like if there's something well, I get major my news happening, from Twitter. Yep. if there's something major happening. It's on Twitter. Yep. Like, yeah. Number one. It's on Twitter five, before like, it's news stations. No, quick story before we end. Go ahead. Last week, I needed a dress. So, Thursday, I went to a wedding, and I ordered a dress from Francesca's online. It was supposed to be delivered on Tuesday. And so, Wednesday night, like, last night before the wedding, the wedding was at noon on Thursday. I'm like, I have to get to the mall tonight and get this dress. I get to the mall. There's literally, like, not exaggerating, 20 fire trucks and, like, 10 cop cars at the mall. And I'm like... Yeah, I'm like, oh, there's been a shooting. Oh, something bad's happened. I'm trying to look on the news apps. I'm trying to look on, like, internet. You know where I found out what was happening? Twitter. 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 Yep. I just typed in Concord Mills. Yep. Pops People up. are tweeting. Should They're like, yep. there's a fire at Concord Mills. And I'm yep. like, well, right away I know there's a fire. So yep. out of all the places that I could have looked for, like, what's going on, 
Twitter is the only place I had what was going on. So yep. I'm all for it. No, no, I agree with you. It's where I get my news. You keep it refreshed. It's like it, it's instant. Like you said, yeah. the person who it could be happening to could be tweeting about it right then and there. So yep. it is pretty wild. I will give a quick shout out. They won't be listening, but I was very shooketh this weekend. My favorite Disney vloggers split. And I, it, it was like Friday, and I found out they sent out like a sad vlog, and I was like, they were cry- like the one guy was crying because his wife left him, and I, I was shook, I was absolutely shook. Oh, the people at the restaurant where they tell you get the milkshake on? No, you? not them. Oh, the, the the other ones, uh, uh, uh who are they? Oh, uh, Paging Mr. Morrow. Okay, they're my favorite quirky Disney vloggers. I did not meet them. The other people are still good. I just love their quirkiness. They did funny stuff like a Goodwill challenge where each person would dress like. The husband would dress the wife. They had twenty dollars a piece to dress somebody, whatever. Dress the wife or the husband in whatever they found at Goodwill, and they'd go to the Disney parks and just film people's reaction to them. Wow! And they just did funny stuff, and it just—you never know what's going on behind camera. It's wild. Yeah. I was shook, but you know, hopefully they can work their issues out and come back, but and be stronger for it. But I just had to get that off my chest because I was totally distraught. You seem really messed up. I guess the worst part is like I like I don't know like. Like besides his little updates he did, like I don't think I'll ever know what'll happen. Well, didn't you say so he feel put? Like, didn't you say he put out one video? He did and deleted it and put another video out. Put, but like, but like, yeah. But like, I've never like I I have I literally went investigative journalism on it and like stalked all their social medias, all the comments, all their other people. They they showed up in other people's videos stuff like, to figure out what happened. And like the the worst thing is you feel like you know somebody through a video, but you yeah. really don't. And then like when something like this happens, you don't know. Like you, you're just like. Like I said, also when they stop vlogging, and I'll never know what happened, and that's where I come at. And Dang. I'm like, I'm just like, I was distraught. It felt like some of my best friends broke up. Like yeah. I was like, this is, why am I feeling this? Stuff? <laughs> I've been watching like their two years worth of vlogs. Like I've, I've been invested. I I go to work and burn seven minutes out of my day because they're at Disney World. And I'm like, it's one of my favorite places. And I know you guys are just went there. We, we, we should we should have tagged on that too. But we're, so we'll sad. be here for two hours. We got we got to wrap this up. But yeah, so all right. So go like I said. Go like, comment, subscribe, all our stuff. Go buy a t-shirt. If you buy a t-shirt, go post it for us. Really appreciate everybody listening, watching, subscribing. And let us know what you think of the episode. So until next time, Cody, appreciate you stopping through. Thank you, guys. Peace. Peace.